Hello, welcome to Fat Tuesday. I am Pastor Daisy Lowe, and it is our midweek service. And this is Fat Tuesday, and it stands for Prayer, Healing, and Teaching. And uh, I just want to welcome you all, and I'm just going to open up with a quick prayer, and we're going to get started. Father, I thank you for uh, this opportunity to, to speak your word in season. I thank you right now for this opportunity, Father God, in this platform, and I do not take it lightly. I honor and give you praise, and I invite you into this place to have your way, have your humble abode in, in our hearts, our minds, our souls. Father, speak through me as I speak to your people. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, guys, um, I am just going to pick up <clears throat> kind of where I left off at last week, and this is actually a, a sermon that I, I taught this past Sunday. And I think it's relevant for now. Um, and it still goes right along with what we've been talking about for the last few weeks. Um, this, I titled it The Season of Salt. So this is the season that I've been saying it for weeks that um, the body of Christ should, you know, come to fruition and, and show themselves strong in this earth. This is the season that they're waiting on the voice of God to be spoken, and that voice comes through you, each and every believer that walks in, in this kingdom with, with power and authority. This, your, your voice needs to be heard because if your voice isn't heard in this season, people are going to listen to other voices, and they're going to have um, their, their minds wrapped up in with, with fear, uh, with worry, with anxiety. And, and even just, just going, going off of our, you know, what Jesus said in the very beginning, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm just going to say this because I think this is worthy to be, to be say, said right now. And it says, but seek, you know, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, and then all these things together will be given to you. And then it says, do not worry or be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will have worries and anxieties of its own. Sufficient for each day is its own trouble. Okay, the key word here is seek, but seek first his kingdom. Seek means to pursue, to study. Seek means to explore, to understand, to learn, to consider. Uh, we, we live in a kingdom, we, and, but most people don't look at it that way. They don't look that think that we're we're in a kingdom, but we are. So when you when you come, when you were snatched out of you know the the out of darkness and brought into the marvelous light, you came out of the kingdom of darkness and into the light of of Jesus Christ of of his son of the son of his love is what the scripture says. So we, we actually live and have our being, and he has his his being on the inside of us. So if I, if, I, if I had to start somewhere, I'm going to start with Matthew 4, uh, 4, 23 through 24. And it says, and he went about all Galilee teaching in the synagogues and preaching the good news, the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every weakness and, and infirmity among the people. So in this, in this scripture, there's three things that are covered here. He says he's, he's teaching, he's preaching, and healing. That is the threefold ministry, objection. Object of every ministry. So we should be teaching, preaching. They're two different things. Teaching, preaching, and healing. And that's what my prayer is every time that um, I have an opportunity 
I hope that I'm bringing healing to those that are that are lost. I hope I'm bringing healing to those that are sick. And so he he went about teaching, preaching, and healing. And the report of Jesus spread throughout all of Syria. And they brought him all who were sick and afflicted with various diseases and torments, those under the power of demons and epileptics and paralyzed people. And he healed them all. And then we go right into, right after that, you know, it goes right into Matthew 5. Um, and, and actually, I'm, it's 5 and 13. And, and this is what 5 and 13 says. And it says, you are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, its strength, its quality, how can its saltiness be restored? It is not good for anything any longer but to be thrown out and trodden underfoot by men. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop right there. That's the, the Amplified Translation. And in, in the message translation, this is how it sounds. It says, let me tell you why you are here. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of the earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your useful, youthfulness and will end up in the garbage. All right, so let me explain to you what, what this means here in, in the in this what salt represents so I'm gonna turn back here salt means that you are a seasoning or flavor when you're out in the earth it means that when people meet you when they talk to you you should create on the inside of them some type of thirst this salt here means that <clears throat> that when you're in 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 on your job site on in in the marketplace when you're in whatever industry that you work in that you are bringing making people thirsty for more of God that's what it means Salt was also used in the old days. It was used as a um, preservative. So he's saying, if you get out there, if you're not, if you're not studying and meditating on that word, and you're not keeping your cup full of Him, that when it's time to pour out, that you're you're pouring out Him and not what's going on and happening in the world. So salt, salt means the elite ones. Salt means the standard of the world. Salt means that you are set, you set the standard everywhere you go, that you, you don't blend in, you don't look like, you don't talk like the world, you don't act like the world, you're not becoming like the world, that, but you set the standard of the kingdom everywhere you go. You are a standard bearer. You are the ones because people right now in this season are looking for someone to speak the truth. They're looking for revelation. They're looking for understanding. They're looking for an answer. And God is calling the body of Christ to be the answer. That's why he said we are the salt of the earth. So 
being the salt, the salt of the earth, and it says if it loses its taste or flavor or if it loses anything like that, this is what it's saying. He's saying that how will the earth, it's at, he's asking you this question, how will the earth be affected by the kingdom of God if we don't have any flavor on the inside of us? If we don't have our saltiness, if we don't have, if we're not full of the word of God, if the seed of the word of God is not in us in such a way in depth, with depth, you know, with understanding. If, if when we speak, we don't bring understanding and to the word of God, how is the earth going to be seasoned? Does that make sense? I hope so. I really do. So a standard bearer, a standard bearer is what he's calling us to. He's calling us to be like like what his name is. Um, everything that we need from God is wrapped up into it, the name of God, right? So God being our banner, that means he goes before us. That means that he, he sets a standard and he protects us and he guards us. And that's what the word, the word, is, is when it says that we're the salt of the earth. It preserves. So when you speak a word in this season to someone, guess what it's going to do? It's going to preserve them. It's going to give them hope. It's going to give them thirst. And then they're going to go and they're going to search out the word for themselves. And they're going to be seekers. Like I said in the very beginning in Matthew 6, in Matthew 6, 33, it says, seek first the what? Kingdom. So that's what you're doing is you're when you're out in in public, when you're out, because this is where we get it mixed up at. We are all called to be servant leaders. God has a call and a mandate on each and every one of our lives, everybody. So when you come into the church, you're coming in to get your cup full. You're coming to get filled up. You're coming to get a word. You're coming to get a word for your assignment. You're coming in to get prepared to go out into the earth to, to, to leave a residue of Jesus himself everywhere you go. Right? So that's what it means when you talk, when, it, when the Bible talks about being the salt. Okay? All right, I want to I keep going here. And it says here, it says you're the light. He says in verse 14, Matthew 5, and 5, 13 through 16. And he says, he says that you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. And I'm going to read it again in the, in the message translation because it is really becoming one of my favorite translations here. And it says here, uh, verses 14 through 16, it says, here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. And, 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 and I, is that, I mean, I think that's most perfect because most people want to keep their Christianity on a down low. And, and God is saying that you have a fragrance on you that you're emitting everywhere you go. How can you keep that fragrance on a down low? So I'm going to finish this. So he says, he says this. He says, here's another way to put it. You're here to be, uh, to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. I mean, I, and think about it. Anyone that's ever been driving into a major city at night, 
and you drive into that major city and you see that city all lit up, you can't hide that. And that's how he's saying for us, when, whenever we, we walk into any situation, we can, we can just come walking in and the glory of God is all over us and we will light up a room because of the light of God's glory that's resting and ruling and abiding on the inside of us. That's what's happening when, when he says, you cannot be hidden. I mean, I'm going to finish this. And it says, if I make you light bearers, you don't, uh, he says, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a, on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. He's saying, shine, keep open house, be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you will prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. And, and so this is, this is what he's teaching us. He's teaching us that what he has placed on the inside of us is glorious and it's bright. His word is alive and that's what he wants you to be is alive and active everywhere you go. He wants you to be ready in season because this right now, the season we're in now is the time for us to shine. This is the season for us because there's a lot of people that are, are lost and they're confused and they don't, they, they are, are absolutely in panic mode because they don't know what their future holds so as salt this is what you're supposed to be doing and light you're supposed to enhance flavors I want you to think about it like this anyone that cooks anyone that cooks any type of dish and you forget your salt and as soon as you taste it you're like oh this is bland so that's where that's where he's placing us he's placing us in the world to enhance it Because right now the world is bland and bleak and dark and it's full of chaos and confusion. And and there are people waiting on the sons of God to rise up and enhance this earth. He's asking, where's your saltiness? If you're called to be the salt of the earth, he is, and, and it's just like, I, we, we, we've come from Kentucky. We, we lived in Kentucky. I, I, I was born and raised there. And we had, you know, harsh winters uh, when I was growing up and as an adult there. And every time my dad would go out and he'd shovel the driveway, he'd take a bag of salt and he'd just start spreading it, salt everywhere. And it just start dissolving the ice and the snow and everything. And that's what God is doing. God is digging in his bag and he's looking for those people that are salty. He's looking for those people that he can use. He's looking for those people that have a light that he wants to shine so brightly in this time. And he's spreading it and he's just tossing it everywhere. And he's like, come on now, shine, come on, come on. Enhance the flavors out there right now. You're called to enhance flavors. You're not called to join in to a side. That's not what you're called to do because we are not issue fighters we are kingdom advancers and God wants you to advance his kingdom with his word and that's exactly what he's doing so he's digging and he's digging in his bag because he's got plenty of us planted all over this earth and he wants us to be effective everywhere he goes so he's like come on I'm gonna put you in this situation I'm gonna put you here he was like there's somebody here that needs to hear about me because my word is alive my word will bring peace my word will bring freedom and if you're not salty, then how will the earth be infected by, by God and the, and the kingdom, right? So salt, 
Salt, I want you to think about it. If you have, uh, you coffee drinkers, everybody that drinks coffee can identify with this. Everyone's had a bad cup of coffee. And, and if you're anything like me, if it comes out too bitter, what do you do? To cut the bitterness, you add a pinch of salt. If you fix a cup of cocoa and, and you want to enhance the chocolateness in, in the cocoa, what do you do? You add a pinch of salt. And it just, any food that you cook and you forget the salt and it tastes bland, you add more salt. You put salt in it. If you want to tenderize your meat before you put it on a grill or in the oven and you've got it sitting on the side, you put a coarse salt over it. And guess what it does? It tenderizes the meat and it starts breaking down the proteins and all those things that keeps it from being tender and all that toughness. And that's what you would do with people in the earth. When you go out and you're speaking a word, you're speaking, you you know what, peace. You know what, you know what I want to, God's given me a word for you. And you get up in the morning and you pray and you listen and God directs your path everywhere you want to go because you're salt and you're effective and you go out and you hit with pinpoint accuracy. Every person God is directing your path to hit. That's what being the salt in this season is called for right now. Are you going to answer the call to be salt of this earth? Are you going to answer the call to be the light in this generation? So, I said earlier that it was used to preserve food. It protects your. It protects food in the in the old days. They they didn't have freezers and they didn't have you know the things that we have um, you know access to. So they use salt to preserve. Do you know what that that what the preservation did? It kept decay from coming. It kept rotting your their meats from rotting. So I want you to think about that when you're in the world, when you're when you're in your marketplace, when you're in when you're in whatever industry that you work in or whatever it is and wherever it is that God has you. Are you keeping those people from decaying? Are you like, you know, so closed off and not sharing the gospel of the good news of the kingdom? You're keeping it all to yourself because you think God's called you out of the world not to infect or affect the world. And that is not true because that's why he said, you're the salt of the earth. Because how else are they going to hear, hear the gospel of the good news if you don't open wide your mouth and speak the truth in love? Now, I'm not talking about those people, you know, that there's a lot of people that are very um, uh, persuasive and, and, and they go out and they, they teach and preach and evangelize everywhere they go. Everywhere they go. And, that, and that's probably one of the most awesome things ever. But what I'm saying is God's calling you to be seasoning. And he wants you to be seasoning in such a way that people are, are drawn to you because they're drawn to the God in you. That you're not Bible thumping them and you're not assaulting them, but you're assaulting them. And that's what he's calling us to do everywhere you go. Even when I hear people 
you know, um, that are trying to understand what's going on. And they're saying, God's angry. All this is, and, and God's not angry. These things are going to happen, but it's how we respond as sons of God during this season. So this is, I, I, I've declared it, this is the season of salt. And this is the season that, that you're going to rise up and accomplish what God's calling you to accomplish in this earth. And if you don't feel like, you know, you're salty enough, all you have to do is study a little bit, seriously, and pray and study and meditate and meditate on his word every day. Meditate. And you're preparing yourself to be effective in the earth. I've got, a, I've got another one, uh, scripture, um, that I want to give you. And... It is, I want to talk just a little bit about one of the Beatitudes. So, <clears throat> I'm going to talk about, this is Matthew 5 and 5. And it says, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. It's good stuff. So, the meek. In the Greek, it, it means, I've got it written down in my Bible, actually. And it, it's, it's, it's praeus. And it comes from a military uh, term uh, and relates to horse training. And this is what it said. This is verbatim. And it says, the war horse had power under authority, strength under control. So meek means to endure injury without restraint, with restraint. And it, it's forbearing under injury or annoyance. So this is, this is why I'm saying this. It's because sometimes it's hard to, to minister to people that have hurt you. It's hard to minister to people that have disappointed you. It's hard to minister to people that have um, absolutely uh, just persecuted you. But God's saying, I want you to endure in this season and, and, and continue to press forward in this season. This is what I, I sense God saying. He's saying that in this season, you will be exalted. In this season, because you've, you've incurred injury, you have have had blow after blow after blow of disappointment from people and you have have held strong and and held faithful to the word of God he said that this is the season that you will be exalted he's saying that this is the season that you will inherit the earth that when when that scripture says everywhere the soles of my feet shall tread he says that territory you will take. You will take that territory for the kingdom of God and God is going to come alongside you and he is going to elevate you. He is going to put a word in this season on the inside of you. He is saying that this is not the time for you to, 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 to shriek back. This is not the time for you to, to give up. This is the time for you to keep pressing because God is going to elevate you in this season.
So I've been talking about flavor. I've been talking about aromas. I've been talking about fragrance. And and that brings me to my last scripture. And my last scripture is 2 Corinthians 2, 15 through 16. And it says, for we are like like a sweet-smelling incense offered by Christ to God, which spreads among those who are being saved and those who are being lost. Everywhere you go, you have an aroma, you have a fragrance that you are emitting, that you are releasing everywhere you go. And it's either driving people or it's drawing people, right? So this is what he's saying. He said, for those who are being lost, it is a deadly stench that kills. But for those who are being saved, it is a fragrance that brings life. Who then is capable for such a task? Who's capable for such a task? So God's saying that you're going to inherit the earth. God's saying the meek shall inherit the earth. And those people that are inheriting the earth, God's saying that you have a fragrance. You have an aroma. You have have a a, a smell on you that not only rises up to him as as a sweet-smelling savor, but it's being emitted into the earth. That people are like, man, I don't know, I don't know what's going on with her, but I know, or him, but I know that that is a God aroma on them. And that aroma is going to draw people to you so that you will be able to speak a word so that you can be the salt in the earth everywhere you go. I'm going to give it to you in the, in the um, God's word translated. This is what it says. It says, verse 16. I really like this translation. It says, to some people, we are a deadly fragrance, while to others, we are a life-giving fragrance. Who is qualified to tell them about Christ? And I'm calling you to rise up right now in this season and tell the world about Christ. Stop waiting on someone in the church to ordain you. Stop waiting on a title. Stop waiting on someone to come through and say, you are a prophet, you are a teacher, you are an apostle, you are an evangelist, you are uh, whatever. God knows who you are and what you are because he placed that gift on the inside of you. God wants to see what you're going to do because you have a platform in the world every day, all day long. You have a platform, and this is the season to show up and show and, re- and release that fragrance of God that's on you, to release, to be the salt in the earth that God's calling you to. This is that season to be that light in dark places because light, all darkness means is ignorance. And there's a lot of people in ignorance that needs light They need that wealth of knowledge that you have on the inside. If God won't withhold any good thing from you, why would you hold a good word from those that you work with, that you you, uh, live with, that you interact with, that you meet out in, in the marketplace or whatever industry that you're in? That's your platform. And God's calling you. Yes, he knows what you are because of the gift that he's placed on the inside of you. He's calling you a prophet. He's calling you an evangelist. He's calling you a teacher. 
So go teach the word of God in this season. Be ready. Is that not what he told us? He said to be ready in season and out. You don't have to join a side. If you're on the side of God, speak his word, be his ambassador, and speak love, truth, joy. Bring, bring them, bring, bring the life-giving word of God to those people that you interact with every day. Be the salt in the earth. Be the light that is like that city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. So that's really what I wanted to bring to you uh, today. Um, I truly feel like this is a season of salt. I really do. It's not something that, you know, I'm just making up. It's not a cliche or anything like that. This is what the Lord gave me when I was studying uh, for a sermon. And he said that this is the season of salt. This is the season that we should not lose our flavor, our taste, nothing. 